You can support Geek Therapy and gain access to exclusive content by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash geektherapy. Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. Here at Geek Therapy, we believe that the best way to understand each other and ourselves is through the media we care about. My name is Josue Cardona, and I'm joined by Link Keller. Hello. And Lana Taylor. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I love that we can see each other now. Um, I can see the hey. Um, hey. So it's my turn this week, and my the topic I want to talk about is uh, breakup songs. Because I I'm I recently uh, went through a breakup, and I realized I did not really process any of it until I was confronted <laughs> or required to listen to um, particular songs for something else that I was doing. Then I was like, "Oh, wait a minute! I I'm I have to face my feelings now oh, and process them. I hadn't done this yet, and it it, it was a few weeks afterwards." And um, the the thing that I was involved in, which is really cool and is something that I want to adapt for um, geek therapy in the future, I'm in a course called, uh, I think it's like Bad Bunny 101. And it's these two lawyers in New York who are doing like this, I'm calling it a community course, which is kind of the the idea that I want to to take on. And it's, we meet every, every week for a couple weeks and we're, basically dissecting the music of trap artist bad bunny and the reason i signed up was because the moment that i read an article about that i was like oh that is these are just a whole bunch of fans of his music who want to meet other fans of his music and analyze it critically and not just like celebrate it but also like talk about it in different ways and so the the two professors um they joke, right? They, they call themselves um, professors, but they, you know, it's not, it's not like a, um, a formal um, course that like, it's not, it's not affiliated to a college or anything like that. They're two lawyers and they're big fans and they think that his music is important, that it matters, the media matters. And so they want to, <laughs> to, to have these discussions with people, with the community. And it's been, it's been great. And so the first week, the topic was, um sad boy basically right it's like sad boy music so it's like oh like this guy who's known for like trap music and the the typical reggaeton rap um stereotypes like oh he's got like these really like emotional songs so let's let's start looking at those and so like a few of them were i think all of them were kind of breakup songs one way or another and it was the thing we talk about on on geek therapy which is like you're engaging with this media and then it makes you feel something and so obviously like the topics <laughs> that were that were touched upon made me feel things and and it was a great exercise it was i went through through everything we talk about at geek therapy i went through things that i agreed with things that i disagreed with things that i didn't consider before had to reflect on some so it was it was quite an interesting uh experience so so for the last since i had that idea i've started exp- I started like forcing myself then to explore more um, the breakup songs and and see how I felt about it. And just, I wanted to talk about it because I, I love it when we do talk about music, we don't talk about music enough. And my favorite thing is how one line or one verse in a song can mean something to you. That is not what the artist intended. You may have understood the words wrong completely and it still affected you in a certain way because 
because that's what you you heard and it made you feel a particular thing and and yeah i think i think music is very special in that way but um so very focused on on breakup songs in particular and i'm wondering if either of you can relate to to the experience of listening to a breakup song and it's for me, it helped me process the way I was feeling. It helped me put some things into words. It helped me sort some things out. Um, so yeah, so I'm curious if either of you have similar experiences. Breakup songs wrecked me. <laughs> wrecked you. <laughs> um, I have a different, throughout time and throughout my life, I've had different experiences with breakup songs. Um, as an angsty teenager, I listened to a lot of like Oasis and like sad song was like the song and Wonderwall. All those things made me feel sad and like mm-hmm. I wanted to feel sad. Um, I know Nina uh, listened to a lot of Tegan and Sarah and stuff back in, in the day, um, which I did not discover until college and I was going through some bad breakups and all almost they have an entire album the con it's all about a breakup like it's yeah. it is i think that might have been the one where one of the two of them was going through a divorce at the time so it's rough um but i love the songs and they're so catchy and as a uh card carrying lesbian we have to we have to love our breakup songs um I didn't know that was a rule. I didn't know. It's a rule. It's gotcha. a rule. Now you can be an honorary one. Okay. Breakup cool. songs. Um, we we spend so much time processing, and um, music helps you do that. And we've talked about that before. I think music is really important. Um, Tegan and Sarah. Is, <laughs> Tegan and Sarah is a band. It's a duo of sisters. Um, that they're twins. They're both lesbians. They're from Canada. Um, they started making music when they were angsty teenagers, and they're about my age. They're a little older, so I like have grown up since college with them. Um, and when you wanted a, some advice, host way on like, send me some breakup songs. I sent you like three of their albums to listen to. Yep. So, yep. <laughs> um, but. The last, like, major relationship I was in before my current one that has so far worked out, we're married. Um, When we broke up, I could not listen to music after for a long time. I used to listen to music on my commute to and from when I worked at the group home. It was like an hour, sometimes hour and a half commute both ways. Um... And there were times in my life where I was going through a breakup and I wanted happy songs, upbeat songs. Or I wanted the depressing, sad songs to, like, feel the emotions and process those emotions. After that breakup, all talk radio. I The happy songs made me pissed off that people were happy and the sad <laughs> songs made me feel so sad I didn't want to be sad anymore. Um, so talk radio. That's when I started listening to talk radio. And then now that's kind of shifted to podcasts. But um, that's because yeah. I have a, a car that I can hook my... Uh, phoned up to now <laughs> so how long did it take you to get back to music because i've mm. been on a road trip with you i've mm-hmm. listened to yeah although it does seem like you haven't bought music a lot of in like 10 Sarah years and i'm not sad yeah um <laughs> hmm well, how long did it take me to get back to music probably until 
probably it was two years, two years. I could I could listen to music, but regularly I just had to turn yeah. it to something yeah. else. Like I would go dancing and stuff, and that would be fine. But in the car by myself, I just couldn't do it for probably two years. Wow, wow, that's some quiet road trips right there. Because <laughs> the radio cuts in and out. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it, I needed like curated. Like these are the songs I'm gonna listen to on the yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a long time ago. Pre Spotify. <laughs> it was pre Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, Link? Um, you know, I've been thinking about this and it's it's interesting because I, I feel like I don't necessarily associate any specific music or or songs or anything with like a breakup but there are like artists that my partner at the time introduced me to and now it's like that artist is always sort of just associated um and so <laughs> i mean it's like I, i'm thinking about my my ex-girlfriend and, and it's like she's really into the decemberists and like I've never been huge into the Decemberists. Even even when we were dating, it's like, yeah, I like their music is nice. It's fun. But even now it's like when it comes on I'm like oh, I know. I, I know why part of my brain just did like a little like uh, uh, uh. <laughs> this is the, the sound of the toaster popping is going off in my head. I'm like, wait, what? Oh, right. This uh, is music she introduced me to. And stuff like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's really more of the the way my my brain has associated music in that way. Um, yeah. But I guess also I just, like, I don't, <laughs> so much of the music I listen to, like, in my life now is is just like electronic no lyrics music because I, i'm studying all the time and i can't listen to especially specifically english lyrics because then my brain's like that's way more important than whatever your peepers are reading um so it's just like lots of music that doesn't have any lyrics in it and so it's like i'll have emotional reactions to some of those songs but it's not necessarily in the same way as like what you were talking about Hostway, where it's like you get one line and it just like plants a little seed in your heart and every time you replay the song you're like oh it's growing inside of me <laughs> it's like that's i guess that, i'm trying to think of a specific example oh oh i was really into um eve six in high school i really liked the uh oh god what was that album called i'm terrible with album names anyways one of their early albums um and there was a song on the album called Jetpack. And when I first started listening to the album, I'm like, I don't like this song. This is this song is lame and I would skip it. And at some point it switched. And it's not I I mean, I guess I went through breakups at some point and it, there are breakup aspects into the song. It's more sort of like returning to unhealthy relationships and and just sort of that that cycle of like we separate and then we come back together and it's like something about that song clicked later and it ended up becoming one of my favorite uh of the songs on those albums so i'm just like interesting interesting mm-hmm. it's definitely connected to something something one of those lines got me got me real good yeah yeah 
it's been interesting. I'm, I'm curious. You don't have to do it, but if you revisited the song now and like looked at the lyrics or something like that, right? Like how how different it would feel, or if it would feel the same. Um, the thing about associating particular songs with with a previous relationship that's something I can definitely identify with. My 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 ex girlfriend and I were together. Like we started dating like 19 years ago. So it was a long, long time ago. And the reason why we've like, she caught my eye was because she was listening to Erica Badu and I was living in a, I was living in a place where nobody knew who the hell Erica Badu was. And I was like, you listen to Erica Badu. It was like love at first sight. Right. I was like, what you like R and B. And so uh, it's, it's funny when you were, when you were saying that and, and making that connection, I haven't listened to any Erica Badu at all, but there, like Erica Badu has one song. Um, uh, I think it's called "See You Next Lifetime," where the song is really about her meeting this 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 guy, and he is not available at the moment. So then she's like, "Well, you know, maybe I'll see you next lifetime." And then it goes like that. And then the video was like them going through time, like constantly seeing each other. And then it's like, "Okay, in the next lifetime, maybe." going like that and that song it isn't about it isn't about a breakup it's about a like a, a love that you can't that that never got a chance to be mm-hmm. but but when you were talking about that like oh like i remember us even talking about that song like when we even talked about potential breakups because of like things that that, that work or or other or other life things that have happened over the years i remember using that song as an example of like like as a metaphor right like maybe next lifetime like maybe if things if like if things don't work out now, maybe we'll 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 see each other again now. But now I think about that song, and I don't think about it the same way. Like I'm not like, I'm not like, hey, maybe next time, you know. I'm like, no, 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 we're good, we're done. <laughs> like, I'm good. Right. So even a song that like had a very particular meaning for multiple reasons feels completely different now, and that alone has helped me like process the way that I'm that I'm feeling. I think because I I can see even that song that like used to feel different. Yeah. That's a that's like a specific example. I'll t- I'll tell you the song that um, made me made me think about this topic. I was in taking this class, and there's a song called um, it's in Spanish. It's so oh also funny thing about this. I don't like reggaeton music. Like I never listen to it. I I I don't I don't enjoy it. So I never listen to it. So to go through this exercise was really interesting because I was listening to music that I don't normally listen to. And and there was one song called Ni Bien Ni Mal, which means um, like not good, not bad, basically. And so the like the chorus of the song is um, without you, I'm not I'm not good, but I'm not bad either. And no matter what, I'm not going to call you <laughs> like, like I've made this. Meh, I'm it was, OK. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like Ni Bien Ni Mal. It's like um, I'm not without you i'm not i'm not great i'm not i'm not bad but but whatever happens i'm not gonna call you and that's like the chorus of the song and it was exactly how i was feeling at the moment i was like i'm like kind of sad but like i'm not like crying i don't feel super depressed and like i'm not happy either like i'm kind of i'm definitely like in the middle Um, i'm not like in any of the extremes but I, but I had told myself a million times, like, no matter what, I'm not calling. doesn't matter how I feel. And it was so weird to hear a song say, like, like hear these words in my, in, in my head. I was like, oh, shit, like, that's exactly, like, those two things together are exactly how I feel. 
the rest of the song is like i don't relate to at all whatsoever (laughs) it's like i can't wait to fuck your friend or whatever like you're gonna miss me and this other thing it's like oh yeah no this is like a trap (laughs) song (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's definitely not um i was like oh no i can relate to to this part but not that part so it's like the people that take the song white wedding and make it about a happy wedding when it's really really not about a wedding like a a happy here let's celebrate yeah 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 um yeah because i think i think that's the that's the beauty of um of just processing your emotions through media right which is what what we talk Mm -hmm. about uh every week it's like oh what no like that line i don't relate to at all and here's why right it's like oh the parts that are about like i can't wait to see you suffer i'm like i don't feel that at all whatsoever and that's pretty clear like it also helped me sort that out i was like oh yeah i'm like i have no ill will i'm cool like i don't want i don't want to see you suffer i'm not going to do anything <laughs> back to you i'm not i don't want to cause any problems but then it's like it's like oh like these songs where it's like i can't move like i can't get out of bed like the whole world feels like it's crashing down it's like nope that's not me either <laughs> where it's are we just it's just this like, one little line yeah 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 and so this like i mean I'm, I'm talking about like music in general right i was like like all these kind of breakup songs in general they're so such a, a range of experiences and it was interesting to go through all these songs and kind of like oh wait no 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 yeah no no i can relate to that part i can't relate to this part um and that week like a lot of the songs i couldn't relate to but there was that one and then there was one that was called it was basically um uh what's it called uh if i see your mom is is what it was called right like if i see your mom it was basically like him thinking about like oh like if i if i saw your mom i'd ask her how you were doing and i hope you're okay right it's like i was like oh yeah like i can i can completely relate to that like like if i saw your mom like i'd I, actually actually how's your mom you know like I, I would probably be like hey i i would ask her to see that you're okay not like you know like like flicker off or anything like that you know and the it's rest like, of like, the song does that take a turn though <laughs> that one does that one take a turn i don't the rest remember of the song's like yeah and then i poisoned her <laughs> yeah yeah i don't i don't yeah i don't remember any parts i, I honestly don't remember no, any I, of the other i was picturing more you ask how you're how she's doing and then i'd fuck her <laughs> bang your mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think no. The song doesn't get to that. It's actually kind of a sweet song, um, okay, but I'm sure there's good. other stuff. But I don't remember. It's like yesterday I was listening to Outkast's song Miss Jackson, mm-hmm. which I forgot all about this. But Andre 3000 had a kid with Erica Badu, and the song is about Erica Badu's mom, and he's like saying I'm sorry to the mom, and is like talking about all this experience. But then when um, Oh, what's the big boy? Is that the name of the other rapper on there? I don't know. The other guy, the other, the other um, rapper in, in Outcast. I forgot his name now. When he comes on, he's like, "Fuck you <laughs> for everything you did to my friend." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay, okay." And like, there's a lot of of, of stuff going on in that song. It's like it's it's like telling a real story. And but basically, it's like it's it's that same idea that like part of the process is like oh yeah like we had friends in common and there were family and there were people you know that i cared about and then you know like i I would connect um but it's been it's been interesting then to go through a whole bunch of other songs um yeah yeah well and think about the breadth of people's experiences Experiences. with breakups um you get a like even if i'm just taking my library of however many teen and sarah albums there are like from high school on 
and their newest album is from like literally stuff they wrote in high school that they remastered and redid. Yeah. Um, so you're getting their words from their journals and their songs that like were real for them. And it feels raw. Um, and it's very different throughout time how they feel. And there's people who are just like, eh, I'm okay, but I'm, but I'm not okay. It's okay. And then there's people who are on the floor crying and can't get up. And then there's others that are sad, but they go on with their lives. There's very different, uh, some people want revenge. You get that in a lot of these songs too. Um, I'm <laughs> some people are like Taylor Swift and have a million different breakups and have wonderful breakup songs. Um, in, I listened to a lot album. of Taylor Swift this weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I love me some Taylor Swift. I still haven't listened to the new album. It's and good. It's really That's good. That's what I've heard. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, I need to listen to it. Um, yeah. But yeah, what, those are the those are the things that come to mind. Like everybody's. The experiences are different, but if you take that piece and take this one line, it could really mean a lot to you, even if the rest of the song is different, because there is some universality in, like, it's a breakup. Breakups yeah. suck. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like all of yeah. the details are, you know, super specific and contextual, but a lot of the feelings are the same, because that's just how yeah. our brains and bodies <laughs> produce feelings it's like that's i'm dumping the the sad juice you're sad <laughs> better so listen to some sad juice music why, why did you laugh so hard when uh lara mentioned um revenge uh i <laughs> was suddenly delightfully reminded of the existence of uh the dixie chicks i mean excuse me the chicks, the chicks earl yeah. had to die yeah. and um my crops grew my skin cleared it was oh Great song. <laughs> yeah, like the song. Beyonce will make you f- wrote a whole song about well, not breakup, but cheating, and like, yeah, in the video, yeah. she takes a bat to a car. Uh, yeah, there's and, the yeah. uh, is it Lemonade? Carrie Underwood song. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yep. About yep. cheating. Yeah. Yep. That was pretty messed up. If you swap the genders. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> it's a lot scarier when you when it's not a cute little blonde country singer uh yeah. stabbing your your car tires <laughs> and th- i think that's a good example of like oh well but why though like why does that make me feel right? like that's the thing like you hear you hear the thing you feel something and then maybe you know exactly why that song made you feel the way you did um again like i felt i felt more discomfort and disagreement with the songs that I've been listening to for the past few days than than agreement but it's all part of the process because I'm I'm, I'm still like going through my feelings like why does that bother me like why do I not agree with that why would I not want to do that and it's it's helped me it's helped me a lot to to be able to do both sides of that yeah none of the revenge songs have uh <laughs> have gotten to me Lately. Well, if you're in a place where it's I'm okay without you, but I'm not a, I'm not great. Um, yeah. you're probably not in the I need to like stab your car tires. Yeah, yeah, no, mode. definitely not, <laughs> definitely not. Um, there was there was one song, um, "Don't Speak" by No Doubt. That song hit me in an interesting way because it was it wasn't how I feel now, but it was how I was feeling toward the end. And the song is about like, oh, like I know the conversation that we're having. Like I know I know what's happening. 
like don't say it like let's not do it right like let's not let's not go through that uh right now but it's like but you both know that it's happening you just didn't want to talk about it i was like oh that that is there was something about this song that that i was like oh wait wait what and that one was very i don't know if i, I guess cathartic in a way i was like oh wait a minute that's that's helping me put some of these things some of some of those feelings into but it passed but it was still good to kind of revisit that like as part of the as part of the whole process yeah because like there are a lot of songs that like question what's happening or what happened and i feel kind of some clarity in that but i do remember that those that uncomfortable time which was pretty long <laughs> it was like i stretched that song out for like months i think <laughs> you know it was like it was happening it was like mm, that's not and i think i think like we both were trying to avoid the conversation which is something that happens often but not a lot of songs not a lot of songs touch on i have um a a similar sort of the the end of a relationship sort of stretching out and uh sort of just avoiding the discussion that everybody kind of is like we know it's coming but um there's a third eye blind song how's it gonna be and that one sort of uh I, i have the lyrics open in front of me it says um uh, I wonder what we're fighting for when I say out loud, I want to get out of this. I wonder, is there anything I'm going to miss? And it's like mm-hmm. that aspect of like, we both know it's like this is done and we're just sort of faking it at this point. But also like, am I I'm, I, am I going to miss this? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> ugh. And yeah. like, there, I, I like the lyrics of that song and that song in general, but definitely because that sort of addresses the fact where it's like, you can be like, you know, in a full on fight and just be like, how did we get here? Uh, we need to not be here anymore. But also like, gosh, it was sure nice some of the time to getting here. <laughs> Hmm. Side note, that song takes on a whole other meaning when you see them play live and they're drunk and they try and play it like a screamo band. <laughs> every I went to go see them in concert, I think back when that album came out, and like every song was like some hardcore song. And I was like, even Jumper. Like, those, that, songs about breakups and suicide that are really soft in your album, you might want to think about Sometimes how you play them on stage. You gotta go hard. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta go hard. Jumper is one of those songs where, like, I see people dancing to it. I'm like, do you know what the song's about? Like, do you- Oh, my God. That, I mean, okay, I'm gonna show my slip a little bit here. I love that whole album, like so much like that was mm-hmm. one of the albums i listened to over and over and over again um but uh yeah the uh semi-charmed life is maybe my all-time favorite song of all time and it's like a fun <laughs> happy song and people love to sing it at karaoke and i'm like we're singing about doing crystal meth we're having a great time <laughs> everybody's like wait what <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't seem inappropriate, though, in a way, right? Like, like it's like. But having yeah. a great time singing, I do know. Like, I've been, like I said, I saw I saw them live when the album had come out, and like listening to people sing along with it, seeing it live, 
very different hardcore, but everybody else wanted to sing it the way, like when it comes on on the radio, the people sing like, the We're song. We're singing it our way. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I can't even remember the other. I went to see Goo Goo Dolls at that same time. Nice. The, they were both headlining, and I like the Goo Goo Dolls more, but I do love me some Third Eye Blind. So. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just one of those albums I must have come across when I was in like middle school and something about it uh third eye blinds and uh <laughs> incubus and red hot chili peppers <laughs> this is a lot of formative music for me right there so mm-hmm. yeah you know <laughs> use that information as you will <laughs> sounds like many people um y- your preferred music was the soundtracks to guitar hero and and rock band and yeah <laughs> That came but later. See, I I love those bands before Guitar Hero and Rock Band. Oh, I'm so old. <laughs> you are. You are. Um you're only a month behind me. But you're older. Um the there's something about we we talk a lot about metaphors in mm-hmm. In, in other types of media, right? Where obviously you are not a superhero, you're not a wizard, you're not in a fantasy novel, you're not in a dystopian future. Although now those feel a little different, but the, it, it's not one for one, right? It's not like, so mm-hmm. So one thing that I was looking at, I was like, okay, wait a minute. If I'm in kind of that in-between space, like as I kept going through the songs, I kept feeling more and more distant from the exercise right like i started off with like this one song that just hit me out of nowhere i was like oh shit that's exactly how i feel in that one part of the song and then i i i went looking for it um side note like the the con the tegan and sarah's a con like i mm-hmm. when i when i when i listened to the cd again you know how there are some albums that you've listened to so many times that they're just they're just like background noise at a point oh i know all the words all the time it's yeah but i couldn't pay attention to it i was like i was like Mm -hmm. oh no this is like it just immediately went to the background for me because i would listened to that cd so many times and it's been years since i had listened to it other than like i think that road trip with you a couple years ago when (laughs) it came on it's all tegan and sarah all the time in my car (laughs) yeah a lot Mm -hmm. of tegan and sarah Mm -hmm. um but it was funny so i i barely paid attention to it i even went like looking for lists of songs that one of them had like oh 19 from from the con mm-hmm. i was like okay i need to go back and listen to it cuz i just i just listened to it twice and none of the words like hit me but it's because it was just it was just like like uh yeah it was basically like, the lyrics were just part of the of the music i have for to me. sit with the lyric sheet in front of me yeah. to be able to like process it a little differently because i i will just start singing it and then my brain is doing something different when i'm when i'm singing the words rather than taking in the meaning of the words um which is why i like listening to some of their newer albums because i've listened to them less yeah yeah exactly Um, like that brand new one the the um hey i'm just like you is like so good yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that was my same experience i kept going through um what was it like like the new taylor swift album and i was like oh like i was really listening to the words because it was new um but like never ever getting back together that one's kind of self-explanatory too but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that one came up in a lot of blank lists. slate yeah yeah so so metaphor wise right i was thinking okay so i'm the exercise isn't being as as, as fruitful so i started thinking like how i think i had gotten to a point like like you said Lara, like oh like you're you're kind of you know, you don't want to slash tires. You're not, you know, you, you're not sobbing all the time. You're somewhere in between. And there's kind of like a 
contemplative um portion like uh, you were saying link it's like oh like we're like this song represents kind of like where we were for a while like what are what is going to happen afterwards so now that i'm there i'm like oh what have i what have i lost what have i what am i losing so i was like oh wait a minute in addition to like maybe the relationship was done a while ago but i'm still i feel like i'm still losing a friend so i was like hmm let me listen let me look for songs about losing friends or that was a whole other world of of music because there you have like friend breakups too where it's like mm-hmm. oh this friend, also a lot of taylor swift there <laughs> where it's like mm-hmm. oh my friend and i like we, like we, we don't get along anymore this is this is a fight um or like you really hurt my feelings or i miss my friend some some songs were of loss like of death like oh this person died or disappeared and the there's i feel like there's a lot more metaphor there i mean there's a lot of metaphor in breakup songs but here there's a lot of it where you can you can kind of interpret it in multiple ways because it's still a relationship it's still a friendship there was a lot of um a lot of music in in that genre that or, or in that space that i really enjoyed and it was funny to look at some songs people people are analyzing them and then everybody's interpreting the lyrics completely different because mm-hmm the feeling of loss is universal. Like you said, like before, right? It's lost. So, so then it, it, it's applicable. It's like, Oh no, no. Like this was a breakup. It wasn't a death, but like the song is kind of like, they're definitely missing somebody, but you don't know what happened. It could be either yeah. way. And then having it be yeah. like a sort of ambiguous loss or an ambiguous grief sort of leaves it open for people to be like, that's a friend breakup or that's yeah. a romantic breakup or that's somebody died or, yeah. You know, somebody had to move cross country or whatever, you know, it gives you more space to sort of project onto it, whatever is most meaningful to you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause like I felt it. I was like, Oh, well, what am I feeling? Is it, am I feeling the same thing? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the words were for or what I saw. Like I listened to a couple of Bob Dylan songs and one of them was like, Oh, like it's been debated for decades, you know, whether or not it was about his ex-wife or whatever. And then I was like, who cares? <laughs> like so many people like relate to the song. Who cares what it was really about? Um, I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a cool like history factor to that, but in general, like it doesn't change the meaning of the song to you. Mm-hmm. You know whatever whatever his intention was whatever whatever story he was telling it could it can there i mean i don't have a a specific example but you know i'm sure that there are songs where if you find out some contextual information um it changes the meaning for you but that that can be true with literally any event in your life and any song is where Mm -hmm. you know some experience changes the way that you think about that thing or you feel about that thing yeah like how Kanye changes the context of everything. <laughs> also, I'm like, I'm just gonna forget about Kanye the person. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna enjoy. I'm gonna enjoy the music. Just let it. Don't think about that. <laughs> That's a part of it. It's a part of it. Mm-hmm. So, can you think of anything like that? That was like it was a song that that helped you process something that wasn't, you know, maybe wasn't necessarily about the thing that it that it was. So it reminds me of, I used to go to summer camp all the time and I would spend all summer up there and we become like this family. Um, And at the end of a week, and especially at the end of the summer, usually there's a slow part of the campfire where people play songs. And um, well, every campfire has that, but at the end, it's usually a, a meaningful experience where 
people will play a song that reminds them of saying goodbye to the camp and saying goodbye to the experiences we had each week and then as a staff for the whole summer. And almost all of them are breakup songs or songs about loss, songs about death, songs about... uh, So when Link brought up um, Eve 6, I was like, oh, here's to the night. That song is one that we would sing a lot at the end of the camp. And it was like being able to remember the, the people that we love, the experience we love, um, some of the songs were breakup songs where it was like, oh, well, we'll leave it open to be able to come back again kind of thing. Um, and it felt real, really weird sometimes singing this with a bunch of like seven to 17 year olds. But um, it's it's a good experience. Like um, Pink Floyd, Wish You Were Here. We sing a Ooh, lot. Yeah. Um, That's a good song makes me cry every time I hear it because of camp. Um, oh, there's so many Goo Goo Dolls songs that we would sing. Um, Jimmy Eat World. Uh, May Angels Bring You In. Um, Lean On Me. Uh, I'm trying to think of more like breakup, breakup songs. But there are like this idea that we're saying goodbye to a camp that we can come back to. Um, and, and we still have these connections with these people, but the experience is gone for now, um, as using these other metaphors of these other experiences of loss to connect over it and, and share our sadness over like, wow, it's really gone two months of being together and now it's gone. Yeah. And I can imagine the same song, like when you get closer to the next summer, it's like, oh, like it might remind you that, oh, it's almost here. Like we get to see all these people again, which is not really mm-hmm. possible. Like the song isn't really about like, oh, I get to see them again. You're like, they died, but I'm going to see them again. And I mean, there are songs that are about that too, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, I did think of one that changes when you find out what, like what the song is about. The police is every breath you take. <laughs> you're like you're oh, saying yeah. it and you're like oh yeah like oh yeah no no like yeah i'll be there for you and it's like oh no he's stalking this person i can't i don't feel i don't know hmm, hmm. hmm. i'll be watching yeah. you oh i'll be watching you oh i'm not watching for you or after yeah i'm watching you <laughs> that one one of the other ones that changes is slide by goo goo dolls not one of the ones we would sing at campfire okay. uh, <laughs> Just what is, saying. What is that? What about that one's about that one's about getting an abortion? Mm. <laughs> How many? Yeah, uh, I and doubt- people sing it like this sweet song yeah, to their yeah, partners, yeah. and it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a fun time at camp. Everybody, don't listen to the lyrics, though. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there are yeah. sometimes we will change the the words. Um, somebody um, changed saying "creep" at. Uh, at campfire and changed the word creep to something else. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It okay. was weird. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The kids bop version. Basically. Um, this can be fun. It's a, mm-hmm. it's like the final countdown. I've used that. I've used that song. Um, <laughs> uh, I've used that song so much. Like I used to every, <laughs> 
I had a few different jobs. Um, like all my first jobs, like uh, I would, I would play the song super loud on my last days of work. Um, right. It was like, it was, it was, it was always a joke to me, right. That, but it has nothing to do with like, <laughs> like counting down to the end of something. It's just what it, what it kind of, uh, represents for, for, for a lot of people. But yeah, completely out of context. That's a weird song too. <laughs> this is just reminding me of that that one episode of Arrested Development where where they they do the karaoke and they sing Afternoon Delight. <laughs> <laughs> I did not realize what the song was about. Ah, <laughs> uh, mm. yep, it happens all the time. I'm sure it's real life. So uh, one of the the magical things about magic, about magic, about music is that sometimes it, well, even most of the time, the lyric, what the lyrics say, it does not matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you do you listen to music in other languages? Is that something sometimes. That you do now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Um, I've, got, I've got some like some French pop and. Uh, Listen to lots of video game music, which comes in many languages. Yeah, all sorts of stuff. I was I was gonna say I, I'm listening to like I've started playlists of anime songs, and I don't know what the hell mm-hmm. they're saying, but they definitely make me feel a certain way because they're associated with the series, and so it's so it's so crazy how some of those songs it's like, Oh, this is the opening song. It's like, Oh, this is the closing song. Like they feel sad. Like, I don't even know what the words are anymore because I'm, I'm, I'm not reading a, the subtitles, but like, Oh, like it was like sad when you were at the end of an episode, you know, it's like, Oh, or I remember the last time that song came up and kind of, you connect it to, to the, to the episodes. Yeah. You just get yeah, like all of the, uh, all of the Jojo music, <laughs> And the various versions and season songs and just mm, so good. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Yeah, their songs. Yeah, they're so they're so related to to experiences or or events or people. Um, Yeah. Yeah. This has been this has been an, an interesting exercise for me this week because I don't think I don't remember. I think it was like 15 years since I had this kind of experience where I really felt like songs were about how I was feeling at the moment. I listen to a lot of music and, and like I'm constantly listening to music and I don't, yeah, this was, this was different. This was, yeah, it felt very different. Um, any, were there any other examples or anything that you, either of you brought or wanted to bring up? you thought of i mean i'll mention that i have used music um with clients going through breakups in session um definitely brought in a tegan and sarah song to a couple sessions and um you brought the song in i brought the song in one of the one there's a song that reminded me of a particular client's experience like word for word uh lyrics wise like not just one little snippet but the whole song um, and I brought that in and he and I had a cry fest. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. Was it did, in the reflection part of it? Was it just because like, did you, did you talk about why it made uh, him cry or? I 
I brought up that this reminded me of him. And would he be interested? Because music is a, a thing he enjoys. So yeah. would he be interested in listening? So, yeah. And then we listened to it. And he just mentioned that this is, that yeah, that nailed it perfectly. Um, yeah. Every line. Um, and it just helped him kind of get that out. Um, and I think that's where a turning point happened in, in that process for him. So yeah music is powerful yeah it is i think i mean like one aspect of it of it is like recognizing that somebody else has felt these feelings before it's less Mm -hmm. isolating it, it in that way but it's also sometimes just like hearing words and and certain tones and instruments applied to what you are already feeling it can be like such a good way to like really reflect on on that aspect and really understand it better it's like sometimes like it's like oh i'm feeling sad it's like i can just say that i'm feeling sad but then sometimes like you listen to a sad song and you feel it in like your whole skeleton and it's like mm-hmm. that moment is like I really understand my sadness right now. And it's because of the, the way that that music is making you feel. It's it's really getting you in that moment. It's, it um, yeah. can be pretty intense. Yeah. 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 Well, and for someone who might not be able to put words to how they're feeling other than sad, because mm-hmm. there's many different kinds of sad and many different kinds of loss and, and even happiness. Um, so, and we talk about all the time, like how it, sometimes it's easier to be like, here's this book or here's this scene or here's this song and this is how I feel. That's me right now. That's me right now. I don't now. have the words for it, but I know that's what it looks like. <laughs> that's me. But to be able to have it, like, I could not put words to it, but somebody else did. Like, yeah. it's amazing to have that experience. Like I didn't have to, someone read my mind and took it out of my brain and put it into song. Yeah. It's easier yeah. for me to talk about it by just saying here, listen to this. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like when you're trying to Google something and you don't know like what it is and you're desperately using like related <laughs> terms to try and figure it out. And Google's like, honey, I got you. This is exactly what you needed. And I'm like, yeah, you get me. You get me, Google. And sometimes exactly. music is Google for me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like when I was driving home from my campus one day and I saw an animal and I was like, what is this animal? It looks weird. So I Googled cat brown cat dog creature california and it was a fox because <laughs> i thought it was supposed to be orange it's yeah. a california brown, brown fox yeah yeah <laughs> they climb yeah. trees i wanted to keep one i wanted it to hop in my car and come home with me but oh uh, yeah music is google I yeah <laughs> yeah and on the on the clinical side when i talk about clients bringing stuff in I think they brought in music more than anything else mm-hmm. because um, because it was just, especially with teenagers, I feel like, right? It was like, oh, like I'm listening to this song. Like, have you been? Like, what are you listening to? It's like, oh, I've just been listening to this one song on repeat. Really? <laughs> Why? 
Mm-hmm. And sometimes you don't know why, right? And then just processing that with somebody else. Or sometimes, again, the lyrics. And just yeah. I remember music came up so, so often. It was it was the thing that came up. We, we tend to talk about movies and TV shows and books um, here because I think that they're like bigger media events, right? Like it's 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 less common for the new Michael Jackson album to be out and everybody's listening to it, you know, to the same album. Like we've talked about so many different artists across different genres um, between the three of us. And so, so it's harder, right? It's harder for me to, to when you flip it and it's like, okay, I think I found something that maybe might help you process how you're feeling or might, or like, let's look at this. Um, there's something, there's something weird. So it, it's hard to like find music that someone would enjoy. Like, and in my case, I don't like reggaeton. I don't like, I don't really listen to it that much, but those songs hit me anyway. Right. So like in that situation, like, like you described, Laura, if you would have brought that song to me, I would have been like, Oh snap. Like that's exactly how I feel. I didn't think about it. I would have never to listened be to fair, that song. I check with my clients on what kind of music they like right from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's like, it's impossible for me to know if like you listen to genres that I don't, that I don't listen to. I'm like, I'm not going to go mm-hmm. through like a catalog, right? It's like, oh, you like this type yeah. of music? Well, so do I. Then I, I have I got a song for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that's in general, right? That's with, with all the media that we're talking about. And then because you can you can say like, oh, do you read comic books? And it's like, yeah, I like comic books. And you can kind of like. And there's like, so comics are not a genre. <laughs> like right. no, no, they but, are a medium. But because of the medium. Books. But, Calvin I, and Hobbes only. <laughs> but my experience has been that someone who is who likes comic books is open to any comic book that you bring. Yeah. Even despite genre and and the same thing with like, oh, like, do you like, like, do you watch TV? Do you watch movies? Like, can I show you a clip or a video? Right. But then a song, I've always found that it's a little different. It's like, oh, like, I don't like that type of music or like, I can't, I can't get into that. Or like, oh, like, I don't, I don't, I can't understand the lyrics. There's something about the, it's only one um, of the senses or something. I don't I know. Have, I have a hypothesis. Okay. Hit me. I'm going to say it's like from a from like a, a narrative point of view right mm-hmm. it's it is easier to be all like hey i think that you would like this type of story it's a little bit different to be all like hey i think that you would like this type of poem because mm-hmm. music can have absolutely can have a narrative to them but sometimes they're just ephemeral feelings and and a repeated sentiment or half of a story and then a- ambiguity or vice versa. And so it's like, it's a little bit harder to peg what people are going to like about it because it's more, it's more poetic. It's, it's, it's a little bit more mm-hmm. out there, less defined and more in your like feelings rather than like specific genres that you like. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I'm, I'm, I'm 80%. Okay, I yeah, will take yeah, that. Yeah, that feels good yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think there's something to it. I'm, like some stories, it's funny. I I love talking about how some songs just don't make sense, right? Literally, like the artist wrote down words that sounded good together, and there was no meaning to it whatsoever. If you found meaning to it, you're just making stuff up because that's what it was, right? And so, and some songs do tell a story, like Taylor Swift songs tell stories right mm-hmm. but there's a lot of music that i like that there's no story right there's no story whatsoever and mm-hmm. and and so there isn't that 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 narrative but some of them do have it and but yeah i think i think even with poems like i've i've, I've had those situations where it's like are you do you like like 
like a client would be like, can I share a poem with you? And I'm like, yeah, no, absolutely. Like share a poem with me because like, I don't know. I like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't buy poetry books. I'm not like looking up poems and, and writing poetry, but like, I'm down. I, res- I respect the medium. I'm, I'm okay. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's like a different type of resistance to, to other things that I, I don't find. It's like, and there, there are some people, right? It's like, do you watch TV? Yeah. But only reality TV, you know, it's like, Oh, okay. I got you. Okay. Sorry. Then I won't bring up, I won't show you the sitcom. For example, mm-hmm. some people are like that. I feel like in music, that's more common, right? Where it's like, I listen to music. I only listen to John Williams music. <laughs> only listen to <laughs> Some people only listen to a specific, yeah, genre. Well, That's I feel, totally I feel like true. I feel like it's more like there's more resistance. Again, personally, I found more resistance to genres of music when, like, not just music as a medium, right? It's like, it's like, don't play me none of that, like, country, country, right, right. Like some people are like, ew, like country, I won't people- do it. Or rap. And that's mostly no. me. <laughs> I, I, I love all music except for country and rap. And I'm like, country and rap are actually very similar. You yeah. might be into them. <laughs> you should check them out. I I am one of those. I don't. Re- There's some country I will listen to, but for the most part, I don't like modern country. Um, but I have geeked out with a client over their favorite country artists, and I was into it because they were into it. Right? I've done that. It's yeah, I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm not going to go so far as like have a hypothesis on this, but <laughs> <laughs> just, a, just a general comment. I think that because it's like it's concentrated into like just one of the senses, you feel there's a there's a reaction that you may not have in other in other things. Like there's some animation that I'm like, ooh, like I don't like the way that looks, right? Or like, but but like generally, like yeah, animated stuff, I'm I'm down. Like, but music. Like, there are certain genres of music that the moment that they start, they just like, I, I'm cringing. Like, I can't, like, no, ah, like, it doesn't matter what this is, please turn it off. You know, like the radio, you're like, no, no, next, next, next. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I don't know, like, I think it takes longer for that to happen in a, in a movie or in like, I don't know, in other formats, right? There's like other stuff going on. That's, that's, that's my non hypothesis. Could be. I mean, that's sort <laughs> I, that, that sort of makes sense, right? If, it, when, when we're watching like a movie, right, we're, we're having audio and visual and then like metacognition is happening there, right? When you're just listening to music, it's one less sense that is involved. So maybe that frees up more brain power to get involved <laughs> and have opinions. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Look, yeah. my eyes weren't distracted by flashy bright colors and all of a sudden I realized this song sucks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah no, again it's something because i i know like it, it'll take a while for me to be watching reality tv and be like oh no i don't want to see this i'll even like you put on sports and i'm like oh is this like an, an exciting moment of sports or this is this like baseball and i'm like oh no then i don't want to yeah right so but then music it's like oh like right like even sometimes before the lyrics right like i've been listening so in in this whole thing i discovered started paying attention to lcd sound system and there's i was like oh wait a minute. like their songs start like it's two minutes of just like it sounds like chiptune music right for like the first two minutes before the guy even starts singing and then the music is all about like 
growing old and seeing the world changing and things not being like they used to be. And I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to relate to that. I didn't, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't relate to that 10 years ago. I'm starting to relate to that now. And, but there was, there was something about it. Like it took a while. Um, like, but, but I liked it initially, right? Like there was something about it that got me in immediately, but there's other music where I'm like, Oh no. (laughs) And anyway, so it, it, it was harder to use for me to bring up music if it wasn't, as popular as the newest Avengers movie or the Netflix um, series that everybody's talking or about. The or the new Taylor Swift album that or everyone's Tiger talking King, about. Tiger King. <laughs> or in this particular instance, right? Like Taylor Swift, even still, like Taylor Swift is still, there's a lot She's of Taylor Swift She's controversial, but starts a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but it's still like, oh, I don't listen to that poppy bullshit, right? It's like, like I, I, I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just feel from experience, those experiences have been stronger. But yeah, sometimes something like, have you listened to the new Beyonce album? You listen to the new Taylor Swift album? Everybody's listening to it. Um, it just dropped yesterday. Have you okay. heard the new Logic song? However yeah. long ago that was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and so those I've are opportunities. Clients, yeah. I've had clients bring in music that was written about them. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Wait until Nada so, brings uh, this up. Uh, Go for it. <laughs> I, I know, I know. <laughs> I was trying spicy. to get there earlier. Yeah. But like... Without going into t- t- personal details, but like it, that in itself was, I think, an, the having someone write a song about you was something to process, not just the song itself. But I had evidence of like, this is how this other person was feeling. Well, let's look yeah. at that. Um, very, very interesting. Very interesting experience. That, that- did, have, have you watched High School Musical, the musical... I did not watch high school. The show, the TV musical, show, the musical, the show. Not yeah. yet. The series. Um, so, oh yeah, the series. that's one thing that like there's this main relationship in the in the show, and that's exactly what happens. One of the characters, she writes a song about the guy that she's dating, and like, and she puts it and she puts it on Instagram, and then that was like too much for him. Like it was like you just like put all of these emotions out there, and I don't know. It was it was interesting. I've never had anybody write a song about me. It reminds me of watching Shameless and Fiona gets a song written about her. Oh. Fuck you, Fiona. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and she thought he wrote this sweet song about her, and it was a breakup song for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. You're so vain. You probably think the song is about you. That is so. That is such a. That's really. That's really mm. good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But ironically, yeah. we're talking about all these songs that, like, the more we feel like that was that's me, that's my experience. That song is about me. Yeah, <laughs> how they literally know? you could hear a song like the the Fiona song that has a person's name in it and feel like it's about you because the words are similar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't remember ever hearing. I don't. I can't think of a song right now where I identified with it a hundred percent. Um, I'm sure it's happened. I'm like, that's exactly how I feel. Well, I mean, to be fair, some songs are like four lines just repeated over and over again. So maybe so that's yeah, maybe one of those. You yeah. say, oh, how about Daft Punk, Around the World? Yeah, around yeah, the exactly, world. exactly. Around yeah. the world. Yep. Around the world. Yep. <laughs> they get me. <laughs> they truly understand what it is like to live around in a, a circling planet around a sun. 
around planning we're gonna celebrate (laughs) (laughs) actually there's there's an audio slave song that i really like that i i love and i do relate to but then when i read the lyrics i was like oh yeah it's just four lines repeated over and over again and it's like a three minute song it's very yeah so i mean it does happen but like those story songs like they're i don't know huh yeah well good good talk yeah um i think i think again that openness to to I wish we talked about music more, but I feel like it's a, just a little, I feel like it's a little harder. Not that we haven't explored and is, and are currently still exploring a music podcast on the network, because I think it's that important. I don't know if I could do it every single week. Um, or maybe, maybe we could, um, music, music is great. Yeah. And again, it, it really helped me out and it was so, it was such a, a great tool with clients over the years because it really did, it, it was a starting point. Like they'd bring in that song that they kept listening to over and over again, or or they couldn't get out of their head. Like that's that's so perfect, right? It's like I don't know why. Like it's so catchy. I'm like, oh, like what, what is the song about? And then like, oh, oh, wait a minute, I did not even <laughs> considered why maybe my subconscious was like uh, grabbing onto this song so hard. Those are always great moments. Yeah. <laughs> just really enjoy this song oh yeah what do you like about it? well it's got like this trumpet part that goes dooly dooly doo it's just, that feels good you know okay and what else oh it like specifically outlines all of my trauma and then tells me that i'm gonna be okay and fulfilled anyways but definitely the trumpets are like the main thing though yeah 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 <laughs> it's like that sounds kind of depressing hmm i guess you're right that's pretty much how i feel i was like oh oh really <laughs> I had All the a client time? <laughs> continually apologize to me for sending me the same artist over and over and over again to listen to. And I'm like, no, I like it. Keep sending me more. Yeah, yeah. Now I've got now I've got music to listen to and more music to, to send to other people and good good things. Like Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll run that horse into the ground. <laughs> Let's do it. That's the same. <laughs> Yeah, and I gotta say, there is there are very few things that feel as good as recommending a song to somebody and then having them come back to you and be like, "Oh my god, I love that song." That it, thank you, thank you for ah, it's my new favorite artist. Yeah, (laughs) that is a very validating feeling when you get that one. Mm. (laughs) Better than horror movie recommendations. Uh, I mean, I got for me, I have to say yes, but that's because I give like way more horror recommendations <laughs> than I do music recommendations. So it's just, it's rarer. Gotcha. And gotcha. music is a little more universal than horror movies. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, this is why it's so important to ask what you're into because those are, it's like, it's like, Oh, then we're opening the door to those possibilities to feeling something. It's all about, it's all about looking at those feelings and, and at the why, why are we feeling them? music all right i think i think that that's all i got um so what we do geek therapy network we go hmm what's up with that hmm, what's Why? up with that yeah <laughs> 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 thanks for joining us for another great week of going hmm what's up with that <laughs> why why <laughs> why though <laughs> but why though i mean just just to reaffirm that 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 point that Without the reflection piece of it, then I mean, then it's lost. You know, I mean, there, there, mm-hmm. there's no, there's no learning from it. There's no, just you had a feeling and then it went away, and you're on to the next feeling, and 
it's about taking the time to reflect on it and talk about it for an hour <laughs> and see um, and see if we can make any sense of it. It, it sometimes it doesn't it's the fun part. Yeah, sometimes it's just like I love that song. I just well that beat. I and hear that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just the beat makes my booty bounce. I don't know. That's it. <laughs> that doo 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 trumpet just makes my booty bounce. Right? <laughs> Hell yeah! So, Why do I gotta jump up and start singing and dancing every time Cha Cha Slide comes on? I don't know. I just I have to. But why though? <laughs> but why though? Because that's my jam. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Divine command. I must <laughs> dance. I must cha cha. I must cha cha in in Disneyland or on my hotel balcony or <laughs> or when it happens on the TV and this happened like a couple weeks ago it was on a show we were watching and I cha cha slide in my living room oh, no. by myself you're like I'm not gonna let you do it alone TV person <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my oh. gosh. Yeah, last this, thing, is, this is great combo. Yeah, I was going to, I wanted to at the end be like, oh, and here's a Spotify playlist of all the songs. But like, it's almost impossible. Like, I listened, I don't know how many, I listened to over 100 songs. Some of them, I mean, it's such a unique thing too. So I did Google a few lists of like best breakup songs and they were very different. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, but it's a fun exercise. I recommend it. <laughs> and there's songs about everything too. It doesn't have to be just breakup songs. All right. Well, thanks, team. And thank you, listeners, for joining us for another episode of GT Radio. For more GT Radio, check out geektherapy.com and learn more about the network. If you want to join our community spaces, we've got a Facebook group, Discord, and our forum. We can comment on every episode. Thank you. Remember to geek out and do good. I'll be back next week. This episode was brought to you in part by our Patreon supporters. We'd like to say a very special thank you to our supporters at the evangelist level and above, including Mark, Booney, Lydia, Jamila, Adam, Doe, Gay, Pat, and Joe Lynn. To learn more about how to support Geek Therapy and gain access to exclusive content, visit patreon.com slash geektherapy.